4: Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sesternino back here with our exit interview week number 11 here at the Final Seven. And today we're going to be talking with Sammy Laotti. And we're going to talk with Sammy about what went wrong for him in Survivor 43. He was the only player to play his shot in the dark. Once again, it did not work. We'll talk about all that and more here with Sammy. You could check out the video of my interview with Sammy as well on our YouTube channel at robiswebsite.com/slash/YouTube. be a busy Thursday here today. Adam Klein is going to be my guest on the podcast. Always great to hear what Adam has to say about any season of Survivor. Uh, He is uh, just uh, one of the best people you can talk to. And so we will check in with him. And then on Friday, be sure to check out our feedback show as Bryce Isaiah joins me on a feedback Friday. We'll be live uh, with that one at 4 p.m. Eastern coming up here on friday so uh be on the lookout for that i see that we have sammy on the line let's go ahead and bring him in hey sammy what's going on good morning how are you
5: what's up rob good morning man you know i'm doing good i'm i'm i'm, I'm processing you know i'm I'm sitting and i'm thinking about everything i did i'm great man good. I'm good
4: well let's let's talk about it. i see you got the whiteboard behind you is that survivor talk or is that something else you're working on
5: Yeah. So, you know, I just watched Breaking Bad and since the million dollars, I couldn't win it by playing Survivor. I figured this is a pretty good way. It's actually a formula for, you know, a new product I'm working on. So Okay. uh, Oh, no. Oh, no.
4: Okay. All right. Well, you know, Sammy... First off, I thought you were super fun to watch on the show. There seemed like there was a point in the post merge where everything was going your way. Everybody is uh, working with you. You're seemingly getting what you want all through the whole first part of the merge. What went wrong, uh, from your opinion? Where did it start to go south?
5: Yeah, so really where it started to go south for me was when I got back. The James vote and my damage control to that point was really good, but it had just been off. It had just been off that time. I didn't I didn't notify Jesse as a threat. I didn't see that he was kind of you know putting inklings in people's heads. And so I actually thought I played the middle of this game very well until we got to eight. And then I kind of was doing my own unraveling a little bit. I think in this game, you would know, Rob, playing in this middle is so dangerous. Yeah, you have to at some point pick a side. And I wasn't ready to pick a side. I was. I wanted everybody's relationships for the jury. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted everybody to be like, well, uh, Sammy tried to keep me in the game. And so I. that was my undoing. And, you know, on top of that, I stopped giving attention to relationships that were super important in this game, right? Um, Gabler, you know, I kind of stopped checking in with him as much. I kind of was like, listen, brother, listen, dude. Write what I tell you, and we're going to be just fine, man. Like, we're just, we're just going to be fine. And like, like, I remember on the Carla, I'm like, listen, bro, it's Carla. Like, let's, let's, let's rock and roll, man. Let's do it. And he's, and he's kind of like, well, why? Like, he doesn't have a, a why. Jesse and Cody gave him a why. Um, same thing with Cassidy. You know, me and Cassidy had built a strong relationship, and I just burned the bridge. I didn't listen to her. You know, I stopped, I stopped, I stopped listening to it because I was like, listen, dude, Cass is not playing the kind of game that I want to play. I can't go that way. I can't go the same way. I don't want to like lay low. I want to like be up here, but have people think that I'm right here. And so, and then, you know, with Carla, obviously that was like the biggest one. Like I just totally just blew that whole thing up when I had a really good ally there with trust. And so um, I think where it went wrong for me was my damage control got sloppy. My game got a little bit sloppy and my managing of relationships got sloppier.
4: Yeah, you brought up Carla. I would love to know a little bit more about when we saw on the James vote, you said that in confessional that Carla that was like the most important person to you. And then by the next vote, you were willing to get rid of Carla. So what changed after James went home?
5: Yeah, so at that point, you know, I was I was still trying to convince Carla, like, can we do this? Like, can we please do this? Like I kept putting it in her head throughout the day, like, come on, like let's let's do James, let's do it. And and you know, it wasn't it wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? And 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 you know, this is actually something that um I don't like when people talk about, oh, this is what you did This is the one thing I'm gonna say. Is I knew that was gonna work because I told Carla, I, what I told Carla was like, listen, James said he's gonna use his knowledge of power and he's gonna take your idol. He's gonna take your idol. So you have to vote him out, or otherwise he's gonna take your idol. And I, I timed it so that it was like right before we went to tribal. So Carla was like, what? Like, what do I like? And 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 so yeah. I, at that, you know, when I, when we were still at that tribe, that meant a lot to me. And even after that vote, I didn't want it to be Carla. I was targeting Cass first. We could kind of chop, chop Carla's legs a little bit, but not, you know, not go after Carla specifically. And then once Cass won immunity, and I was proud of her for that. I was so proud of her for that. I don't know if that may but you know, mm-hmm. once she won immunity, I was, I remember sitting there with Jesse and I was like, this guy doesn't know what I'm doing. He has no idea what I'm doing in this game. And then I didn't want to vote off Noel because I was like, Noel is somebody that none of us wants the next vote. So let's just take her to six. And, you know, um, that didn't work out. And so with Carla, I had a really that was kind of the explanation what that was. After that vote, I knew how much she trusted me. And my theme of this game was, oh, if people are trusting me a little bit more. Then that's when I can kind of cut them loose.
4: At the tribal council from last night, you seemed very convinced that you were going to be the person uh, who was going to go home, even though people were telling you you were going to be safe. That you played your shot in the dark. Why were you so certain that it was going to be you at that tribal council?
5: So like, yeah, I, I had I had discussions that day. Like, I was like, "Yo, can, can you guys be honest with me? Can you be honest with me? Is it me? Is it me? Is it me?" Obviously, they were like, "No, no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good." And I talked to Cody and Gabler and they're like, listen, if someone goes south, we'll let you know. If something happens, we got you, we'll let you know. And then I'm at tribal, I'm tapping them, I'm like, we're like, is, is, is we good though? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it gonna work out? And and they're not looking at me. Gabler's like, he gives me like this weird thumbs up, and I'm like, dude, what does that mean? My game is crumbling here as Jeff is talking about the tide rising and lowering. And I was enjoying that analogy, and then I was like, oh my gosh. And then and then I was looking over. I was kind of like looking at people like what's happening. And then all of a sudden just like and Sammy, And whenever he says my name, I really want to hear what he's saying. Cause I don't want to give him, I don't want to give like a foo-foo answer. Like, yeah, you know, this is that. And this, and, and so like, I was like, Jeff, bro, listen, I'm playing my shot in the dark, man. Cause yeah. this is just not working out. Like I had feelings because of, I wasn't getting good vibes from the people around.
4: Yeah. And it was the right call. Uh, so that was a good, uh, <laughs> shot in the dark play. Certainly. Um, And I want to ask you about uh, the advantage that Cody found in the episode. And so first of all, uh, what was your reaction to watching that back and seeing where the thing was and how many times you all walked past it?
5: I can believe it. You know, I'm on the West coast. So people are watching it before me and they're like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You walk right past it. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And so then I couldn't wait to watch on. That was genius. You know, that was genius to put that thing right there because, oh my gosh, like, I could not believe that we all walked right past that thing. Especially, I needed that thing, like, yeah. so bad. And we were all, I couldn't believe it. My reaction was, wow. Like, I am blind. I wore <laughs> glasses. I had them on right there. I don't know what happened, okay. bro.
4: Did anybody know Cody had found the thing after it was all over?
5: Yeah, I actually, I actually saw him find it when I, I was I was kind of a little bit of a corner away and when he was like, he was like yeah this like when he was like dancing mm-hmm. I was like in the corner like I was kind of like uh I'm trying to think of it I don't know like I was in the, I was just like yeah. watching from the shadows and I was just, like dang bro
4: did he tell anybody what it was before you went to that challenge
5: no he did not we found out at the challenge what the advantage was mm-hmm. okay um and, and so yeah
4: Okay, going back to um, the story you told Carla about Cassidy, uh, were you surprised that that seemed to uh, start to take hold a little
5: bit? I kind of was because I felt like, like I said, I felt like at this point, I burned my bridge. Like, you know how they used to burn the right of passage, the yeah. shelters? I felt like that was me. I was like, I'm done, dude. Like, I'm going to fight my butt off and I'm going to try to be here at six. But I, I have an uphill battle ahead of me. And so when I planted that seed, in real time, I didn't know that that was working that way. Um, but Carla was one of the only people in the game that decided after the vote—you know, the day after Noah went home, that tried to give me a little bit of hope, that tried to talk to me a little bit, keep me in the game. You know, Carla and Cody were two people that I felt like, OK, they're trying to keep me in this game. Like they're giving me some hope in this game. And um, I was definitely surprised that that, that kind of worked a little bit to my advantage and would have had Jesse not masterminded everything else to get me out that day.
4: I thought it was so interesting that we have these three guys from Baca in you and Owen and Gabler, and you're there at in, in the final seven. And it just, it seemed like that, I was waiting for at some point for the three of you to kind of get back together, but it seemed like that never really happened, but you've worked with Owen on some of the other votes. Did you have a good working relationship with Owen?
5: I thought I did. I totally thought I did. And, and, you know, we did get together and, and, and and I was very, I give Owen and Gaebler a lot of props, a lot of credit for that day because those are like my guys. I'm like, those are the people that I really trust because I just burned all these other bridges. They trust me because they know what I've been doing this whole time. And they made me feel safe that day. And, you know, to answer your question with Owen, it looks like me and Gabler are like pair, you know, the pair that's there. But if we got, Uad, you know, if we got uh Nazi, like everything went down, it was going to be me and Owen in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. In my
5: mind, it was going to be me and Owen. That was the guy that I really wanted to, to work with, to, to keep in a loop. And, I did my best to keep him in the loop while still playing my game in the middle. And I can't blame Owen for turning his back on that because that's just not really something that you want in an ally. You want people to know what's happening. Um, I was disappointed to see him throw my name out to Cass. You know, I was disappointed. I was like, dang, dude, like we were, we were, we were gunning, man. We were running and gunning, but uh, I got nothing but respect for the work that they did that day to make me feel safe.
4: I know you're playing in the middle and you were working with uh, everybody, but did you have in your mind a final three that you were hoping to try to get to the end with?
5: Yeah. So once we got to eight, I was hoping it would be me, Gable, and Owen. Um, However, I must be honest in saying before the vote at eight, I was also fine with sitting next to Jesse or Cody because Jesse and my Jesse, you know, for me at camp, it was like Jesse's not talking to anybody, he's not really trying to make bonds with anybody. That's obviously not true. He just saw what I was doing and didn't choose to reciprocate that with me. And with Cody, I was like, yo, man, once I'm gonna act like I'm living with this dude, living, you know, L I V I N. Yeah. So we get to the end of this game. And then at that point, he's only watched a couple seasons. I can out talk him all day. And so um, I didn't want to sit next to Casper or Carla. I mean, those are like I was like, dude, they'll sweep me. They'll destroy me in this game. And they're like, I didn't want to do that. And so at the point of eight, Gabler and Owen were like, let's do it, Baca. Let's do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Did you realize when you were out there that Cody and Jesse were uh, a tight pair?
5: I figured. You know, I, you watch the way things work and they worked together and it was always Jesse. You know, I knew they were a tight pair. What I didn't know was how good they both were at the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that, I thought they were a group that had to work in a pair. Um, That wasn't true. You know, Jesse was super astute in everything about this game. Cody was very aware and very – his strategy was, um, like, really good about kind of throwing you off by, like, getting a tattoo on his butt and talking about drinking the beers or whatever. But he's really playing to win this game. And so, listen, I know everybody's like, what are you guys doing? Like, how do you guys not see that? They were very good yeah. at lowering That's why I love Yeah, I, I've come
4: to understand that. So um, th- yeah. th- thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, Sammy, it was really fun to get to watch you on the show. I, I really, I loved the energy and the chaos that you brought to the season. So uh, thank you so much for that. All the best uh, outside of Survivor. I know you got to run, but uh, really it was fun to have you on the show.
5: Thanks, brother. Uh, all I can do is cause a little chaos, and that's what I'm here
4: for. We loved it. Okay, Sammy, take care. Okay, bye. Thanks, Rob. Right, everybody, there you have it there. Sammy, love a survivor player who wants to play the middle. Ultimately, uh, Sammy got caught up, but I do really appreciate what he brought to the season. And really, for a 19-year-old guy who I was low on in the preseason, I did not think uh, that it was going to work. He really had it going. Uh, Sammy, he was in his bag for a minute there, and unfortunately uh for sammy uh just uh was not able to bring it home but uh you know again super fun to have on the show all right so we are going to take a break when we come back jordan kalish will be here and we'll get into this week in survivor history coming up here in uh, just a minute on our exit interview podcast here on rhap
3: that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase details.
6: all right we are back
4: with the voice of survivor history here he is it's uh
0: the world famous jordan kalis jordan how are you I'm doing great. When you said the voice, I thought you said we're back with the voice, like NBC's uh show. Yeah. We're back with the voice. With the voice.
4: Find out which singer is gonna be here. We're gonna turn around our chairs to see
0: who has the best voice. Do they still do the chairs? Um, I don't think I've ever watched the voice. I know about the chairs. I've seen the chairs. I know mm-hmm. CeeLo. I remember CeeLo Green in the chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think he's a judge anymore. I would be surprised. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't
0: seen him in a commercial anytime soon. Somebody yeah, let us recently. know.
4: Do they still have the chairs on the voice? Yes. And is CeeLo
0: Green still on the show? Do you think anybody does this week in the voice history? I would be very surprised.
4: hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, here's Jordan Kalish and uh, we are back here. It's officially December, Jordan. Yeah. I a can't December
0: it. to remember. Yeah, We are finally in the month of the Survivor finale, where we'll find out who's going to take this thing home, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and this was my goal
4: stuff. here, to be playing Meaningful Twish here in December, and we're here. Yeah,
0: uh, it, it's the fir- first time in uh, since, since uh, what, 20, 2010, <laughs> that we're playing Meaningful mm-hmm. Twish in uh, in December, so great news. You're the Mike White of this week in Survivor history. Mm-hmm. Which and one? I, I'm talking about Jets Jets Mike White. Oh, okay. Jets Mike White. I mean, both Mike Whites are hot right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see who has a better weekend uh, coming up this weekend. All right. So, Jordan Kalish, uh, we are here the first week of December and the last week of November. Here we are Yeah. yeah. in Survivor history, usually a time when the Survivor games are heating up.
0: This is where I come alive, Rob. They they, uh, don't call it December for no reason. December,
4: that's right. Yes, for no doubt.
0: Yeah, so we're we're here and we are ready to do some trivia, and I'm going to take you all the way back to Survivor South Pacific. This is from the episode Cult Like from November 30th, 2011. This is from 11 years Cult ago. Cult Like, yes, Cult Like. Yeah,
4: not like like a like the Indianapolis cults.
0: Not the no, not not uh, then the episode would have been on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So in South Pacific, who lied that it was their birthday and therefore was given a spot on the spa reward? So you can, uh, you can choose to answer this without the multiple choice. Mm-hmm. You would get two points. If you need the multiple choice, you'll get one for a correct answer.
4: I believe famously it was Cochran who was the birthday liar.
0: So John Cochran knew that he could be in some trouble because uh, it was down to him and just the upolu's left. And yes, he lied that it was his birthday. Albert won the reward. Uh, he took coach and uh, gave his own spot to uh, Cochran. So that is correct. You get two points. Uh, I should probably write that down somewhere. I didn't. Uh, I don't have my uh, my scoreboard in front of me, but two points on the mm-hmm. board, baby. Bing, bing, um, and. Unfortunately, the uh, the full plan didn't work because he still uh, was voted out in this episode, unfortunately, for Cochrane. But yeah. he would come back and do some great things on Survivor. So you are a perfect two for two. And we're going to go am? to our next, uh, well, two points for two okay. points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he made He did the, the, the two-point conversion. Yeah. Um, all three of these players were voted out as tribals in which votes were negated by an idol. But only one would not have gone home if the idol hadn't been played. Who was the one idled out player of the three? Obviously, in this one, you need the multiple choice. Um, Only to, one would yeah, so there's not the have gone on home. Is, uh, might have been a double negative there, but basically there are three people who were voted out at tribals in which an idol was played. Two of them, it didn't matter that the idol was played. These players would have gotten voted out anyway. One of them was idled out and would not have gone home if the idol hadn't been played. Does that make sense? The, two of them...
4: There was a bad idol play. The idol got played on the wrong person. There was, an
0: idol, there was an idol play that didn't need to be played. And then one of them, the idol, did need to be played. Okay. So we have A Zeke from Millennials versus Gen X, B Joe Mena from HHH, and C Elizabeth Bazell from Survivor Island of the Idols.
4: Okay. Um I do not think an idol got played when or you
0: said an idol got played at all these tribal councils? I an an idol was played at all of these tribal councils.
4: Oh. Oh, oh my god. Um okay. All right, I'm getting confused with uh Desi's um so I think when Joe Menna went home, I think that this was when Ben convinced Ryan to play his idol. I think that that's uh, a thing that happened when Zeke went home. I think that an idol saved a person or idol. don't like, uh, I, I still, I'm not sure what I'm looking for.
0: So on two of these, the idol that was played did not affect the outcome. So if the idol wasn't played, the votes would have counted, but the same person would have gone home on one of these, the idol changed who went home.
4: Okay, so it's Zeke, Joe Mena, and the third person
0: is who? Elizabeth from Survivor Island of the Idols. Okay,
4: um, I think it's Elizabeth from Island of the Idols. I think that did Karishma play her idol here in this spot, and then ultimately that she went home. So I'll say Elizabeth Beisel, who the recently oh, engaged...
0: Yes, to uh, to her uh, cont- for a uh, fellow contestant, Jack Nickthing, uh, who they met on the show. Mm-hmm, uh, so at the Zeke Tribal Council, Zeke, the vote was five to four. Adam played the idol for Hannah, um, but Zeke got the five votes, so it wouldn't have affected the outcome. Uh, you are correct about the Joe Mena vote. Uh, Ryan Ulrich played a uh, an idol, but the vote would have been four to two to two instead of four to two to zero. Um, at the Elizabeth Bazel vote, you are correct. Karishma played an idol, negating seven votes. Uh, And then on the revote, this was actually a one-to-one vote uh, that was uh, unanimous on the revote 7-0 against Elizabeth Bissell. Mm -hmm. So you are correct. You have a perfect four points. And I have another mini game for you. This is not going to be multiple choice. Um, This is going to be all about the Survivor auction. There were five, sorry, there were four auctions. Uh, that occurred this week in Survivor history, so a big week for the auction. I uh, I miss it. I wish they would bring it back. Um, I wish there was a way to bring it back that wasn't that was not broken. Um, so at a lot of these auctions, there are sometimes items that are not food. They're not loved ones. They're not uh, uh, letters from home. They are things that can be used to give you some sort of advantage in the game or some sort of advantage at the auction. So sure. I am going to give you a season. I am going to tell you what was won by a player. You have to tell me the player who won this advantage or okay. I'll specify what the thing is. All right, this so, is new. This is a new game, new game. I, and I was like, okay, if we got we to gotta hit the auctions. There's a lot of them this week. So this is going to be Survivor Guatemala who won the challenge advantage. And each of these are going to be worth one point if you're right, zero points if you're wrong.
4: Uh, I believe it was none other than uh, Danny
0: Boatwright. So this is a uh, famous example. Danny Boatwright, who uh, needed to win this challenge in order to stay in the game, did win and, of course, went on to win Survivor Guatemala. And Huge we're not going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is huge. And I think a lot of times when they have the uh, uh, the challenge advantage it ends up being a uh, a pretty big advantage in the challenge. Not always, but but Mm -hmm. many times it does. So, okay, let's go to uh, Survivor Cook Islands. This was the power to send someone to exile and take their money. And this which season is this Survivor Cook Islands Cook
4: Islands, the power Power to send, send send somebody to exile and take their money. Boy, I don't think I know. There's no multiple choice?
0: There is There is no multiple choice on okay. this one. I can um, tell you okay, that right, this was right. one. So, Sorry.
4: Um, I will say that take their money and send somebody to XI. I, I will say that I think the person that, that did this was... I'll say it was... Um,
0: ozzy ozzy is incorrect so mm-hmm. the person who was sent to uh to exile island was candace and the person that sent her there was becky uh becky uh, uh, pulled, pulled her money with yule and candace tried pulling her money with adam but becky and uh, and yule had more money so becky sent candace to exile and took her money so you don't get points there it's your first miss of the mm-hmm. game uh let's go uh we're going to samoa baby uh, there's going to actually be two uh, two of these from Samoa. The first one is going to be also a challenge advantage.
4: A Challenge advantage. Um, I'm going to say that uh, Jason uh, bit on the challenge advantage.
0: So, uh, Jason of the FOA FOA four is correct. You get a point there. And the other thing that was not uh, food or loved ones' uh, letters or whatever uh, was an idol clue.
4: Um, I will say that. <sighs> but now, I think this is when. Did Russell already have the idol clue or he already found the idol and they sold the clue to the idol that Russell already had? I feel like that that's a thing that happened, which I did not like. And I will say that uh, who did that? Um, um, I remember who was in the game at that point. I'll, I'll say it was,
0: um, john fincher so john fincher uh is the correct answer you get you get a point there yes i didn't like this either uh they, they sold the <laughs> clue to john fincher poor john fincher mm-hmm. who, who got sold mm-hmm. sold a clue uh for an idol that had already been found and it got him voted out of the game because um you know russell, russell said he realized, made a
4: mistake yeah
0: yes russell uh, revealed that he had the idol and then was like crap i gotta get fincher out of yeah. the
4: game now And then also, yeah, John Fincher also bid a hunch uh, for, was that the pie? And then he wants to know if uh, y'all stoked for for some
0: pie. Are you stoked on pie? Yeah, I I was stoked on pie uh, last week. Yeah, I still am. Are you a big pie guy? Big pie guy. Uh, What's your favorite pie? Well, I think uh, pumpkin,
4: apple. I'm not like a, you know, I'm going to have exotic pie taste, but like my podcast co-host Kiva, yeah, pie over cake for me.
0: I would agree with that. So, what do you consider is a pecan pie an exotic pie? I think
4: that's sort of like in the sweet potato category. It's not key lime pie, uh, as uh, is famously Jeff's favorite pie.
0: Yes, K- key lime pie I think is in my uh, is in my top five probably, but pecan pie is my my all time favorite pie. So I'm a uh, yeah. You know, I had some the other day. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I love it. Can I tell you how I did my dessert this this year, Rob? How? I had one dessert and it was a giant, giant piece of pecan pie. I had nothing else. There were like seven Clip? options. Uh, no, just plain pie. Just, no, I had, just no, I had, plain no. pie? I had it with vanilla ice cream. Vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream. Yes. Yeah. The one I had, I think, was kind of
4: basic. Uh, it didn't seem super impressive. <laughs> but I said, I don't think I've ever had this. So let me try it.
0: I'll try have it you ever once. A, Yeah. Have you ever heard of a pie cake
4: Pie cake Uh So it's like the turducken of cake. Oh, so what is it? A pie inside of a cake?
0: It was a inside I, of a was this was a, at my Thanksgiving table. There was a a, a a pumpkin pie and I believe also a pecan pie inside of a cake. I don't know. I, I I'd rather have them separate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't. It looked good. If people said it was good, I didn't have yeah. it though. I was too a too lot busy of
4: turducken speaking. talk on Thanksgiving uh, as they memorialized John Madden. Very confusing memories uh, for my children trying to triangulate, especially my 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 nine year old trying to triangulate who John Madden was of this man who invented video games, who loved Turkey.
0: Yes. He was that. That's those are the things he was known for video games. Yeah. He made a video. He made video games and and gave out Turkey legs to people. Yeah. He's, he's basically, uh, does, does he know that he was a football coach?
4: I don't know if he knows anything about the, you must never see like, uh, footage of him coaching.
0: There's like the one picture of him with the uh, with the Lombardi trophy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, the uh, and and I'm sure that Dominic has not played a Madden game in which um, John Madden was actually announcing. That would be a very old school game. No, but he is on the cover this season. (laughs) That's fair. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe I should get back in. I I need to get a new. I have a PS3. Rob. I can't get new games anymore.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, sadly. Yeah.
0: Anyway, you are, you are correct about John Fincher. So mm-hmm. uh, you are three for four on this game. You were perfect going into the game, and I think you're going to probably have a winning week. This one, I think you're going to get Survivor Philippines. This is another challenge advantage. Mm-hmm. Abby Maria. Abby Maria, of course, is correct. She tried to uh, to to fake that it was a uh, a dual advantage mm-hmm. that was a challenge advantage, changer. and also, yeah, um, yeah, she de- She deserved it. Uh, mm-hmm. She she deserves to uh, play as many times as the letter on. So you finish with four, five, six, seven, eight points out of a possible nine. That is a win, baby. Um, and because you won the game, give me a turkey leg. A- I will give you a turkey leg, and I will also give you a verbal rebus, and it's a quick one. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like this one. When this occurs at final tribal council, the third placer casts the deciding vote.
4: Okay. Tie.
0: Yeah, tie. Plus, Propes often says, blank, know what you're playing for. Fill in the blank. Blank. Blank, know what you're playing for. Do you wanna? Well, just the one word before no. So say say what, it
4: is, again? what is
0: what does Jeff say blank know what you're playing for oh do you he doesn't say do you do you no he says wanna okay <laughs> wanna know what you're playing for it's a, that's that's a much more popular uh survivor expression than come on in guys okay uh plus the guy who liked Navidi's beach much better than Bololos. uh the guy who
4: liked Navidi's beach. Much oh, better. Dirty. Oh, Bradley. Yeah. So, who who do, who do we have? Tawana Bradley. That's Tawana Bradley. Tawana
0: yeah. Bradley. Yes, that is correct. Voted out uh, mm-hmm. Survivor Pearl Islands and one of the greatest episodes in the show history with the uh, with the grandma lie. Uh, yeah. so um allegedly coming to Netflix this month. Yeah, I I heard that. Um, I will. Uh, There's a good chance I'll watch it on mm-hmm. Netflix. I, Watched it on so many other things. Might as well watch it on Netflix. Mm-hmm.
4: Boy, Great Netflix season. is really pulling out the reality TV seasons. They've got basically everything from the <laughs> CBS uh, trifecta. And I,
0: I got to say, Survivor is very hot right now. I, I noticed this from the Thanksgiving table. I, I used to be an outcast in my family. It used to be just me and my mom who mm-hmm. watched Survivor. Now, like m- more than more than half the table watches Survivor. I don't think they watch at the same level as us, but I, but they, 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 they have seen a lot of the, the recent seasons, and they've seen all the Netflix seasons. Okay all right well it's big incredible it's a popular show we talk about rob
4: good and getting more popular probably yeah. in no small part because of you
0: do you think there's anyone who's ever listened to this podcast who does not watch survivor they just listen for the trivia
4: mm. I mean, they listen for the trivia about a thing they do not watch yes do you think there's just one person questions? in the world yeah They
0: love Kalish. yeah
4: hmm
0: probably not
4: i would guess yeah
0: it wouldn't make much sense.
4: Yeah, maybe if somebody was like reviewing the podcast and then they would give it zero earbuds.
0: I I, I think they would give it mul- multiple earbuds, many mm-hmm. earbuds. Yeah, twenty earbuds,
4: twenty. All right, Jordan. Yes, great job here once again. Okay, you're
0: in your bag again. Yep, love it, love it in the bag. Okay, and we <laughs> we are. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh man yeah all right well jordan sometimes things just come out of my mouth and i have no idea where they come from all
4: right i mean a lot of times yeah yeah jordan where can people keep up with you
0: well i'm still on twitter at jordan kalish uh you can follow me there uh and uh, of course, uh, doing the the survivor viewing parties. Uh, the, I have a feeling that this uh, that this week's is going. To, uh, well, this is last night. Um, last <laughs> last night's was a big one uh, for some reasons. I'm sure you've you've probably seen some pictures on social media. Uh, and uh, we do this uh, the party every week. So uh, come out to if you're in Manhattan or near there. Uh, always a lot of fun.
4: All right, check it out. All right, Jordan, thank you so much. Take care. Talk Bye. Bye. All right, there you have it. Jordan Kalish once again this week in Survivor history. So for me, I'm going to start to get ready. Adam Klein is coming your way this afternoon here on Rob's Podcast. So uh, we'll get your questions from Adam, for, for Adam Klein. Maybe Adam Klein will have questions for you and that will be very fun. Uh, but I will uh, start to prep for that podcast. We'll get Bryce on the feedback show. I'll also be chatting with patrons uh, this Saturday at 4 p.m p.m. Eastern when we do our patron happy hour coming up this weekend, our brand new patron show. You could hear that and much more when you become a patron of Robin's podcast. Head on over to robinswebsite.com slash patron for that. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.